So, this is the self-development with tactics. Book. So, today we're gonna go ahead or gonna start with Ultra Learning by Scott Young. Um, I think it is a pretty interesting book. It is about learning and since I have to learn some things at this point in time, which I'm also having to do today, and, and I really have to force myself to do this today, you know, really incredibly the whole day long, it's gonna be about fucking learning. And I'm gonna push through that shit. Um, I mean, of course, besides working out and all the other shit that I that I normally do. Um, by the way, I think that I'm maybe actually gonna work out just after the, the two recording sessions because I feel quite motivated and I also feel like just going out and then work out outside. And I also feel like, I also feel like doing it in different ways, not, not, not killing me every single time because I've been doing way too much, which actually led to, to less progress. I'm not gonna lie, it led to less progress. And why should I do it then? Like, what is the point of that? You know, if I'm just having less progress, less everything, like, why? You know, why? There is there's no no reason, no, it's, it's nonsensical. But anyway, we're gonna go through learning things and we're gonna learn how to learn. So it's gonna be about meta-learning. Um, Ultra Learning by Scott Young with the subtitle Master Hard Skills Outsmart outsmart the competition and accelerate your career with a foreword by james clear the author of atomic habits who is also having a fucking great website when it comes to book summaries it's insane and and i by the way think that the next book that i'm gonna go through is gonna be about i think relationships or dating or something like that so maybe you are also gonna check that out synopsis future proof your career and maximizing your capacity Competitive advantage by learning the skill necessary to stay relevant, reinvent yourself and adapt to whatever the workplace throws your way in this essential guide that goes beyond the insights of popular work such as extreme productivity, deep work peak and make it sick. Faced with tumultuous economic times and rapid technological change, staying ahead in your career depends on continual learning, a lifelong mastery of new ideas, subjects and skills. If you want to accomplish more and start and stand apart from everyone else, you need to become an ultra learner. Scott Young incorporated, incorporates the latest research about the most effective learning methods and the stories of other ultra learners like himself, among them Bang Franklin, Judith Polgar and Richard Feynman, as well as a host of others such as little-known modern polymaths like Nigel Richards, who won the world championship of French Scrabble without knowing French. That is fucking insane. <laughs> Young documents uh, the methods he and others have used and shows that far from being an obscure skill limited to aggressive autodidacts, ultra-learning is a powerful tool anyone can use to improve their career, studies and life. Ultra-learning explores this fascinating subculture, shares the seven principles behind every successful ultra-learning project and offers insights into how you can organize and execute a plan to learn anything deeply and quickly without teachers or budget-busting tuition costs. Whether the goal is to fluent in a language, in a language or 10 languages, earn the equivalent of a college degree in a fraction of the time or master multiple skills to build a product or business from the ground up, the principles in ultra-learning will guide you to success. And this is a quote by Audible. 
And so let's go ahead with the opening thoughts. I'm actually pretty pumped, you know. It, <laughs> this fucking text got me pumped, motherfucker. It's insane. I don't really know much about this book or this author. It seems pretty straightforward. I bet this book will give insights on how learn how to learn quickly. Perhaps it will be similar to Deep Work by Cal Rappert. I think I've also seen or read a blog post from this guy once about learning several languages in a few months, but I barely remember it. I do, by the way, wonder what the rating is like 4.5 out of 5 so off to a good start i guess <laughs> maybe i should have checked that before but anyway i you know i don't give a shit keynotes and the forward written by james clear author of atomic habits yes i can't read today scott has a bias towards action he is committed to putting the knowledge he learns to use readers note this makes me want to ask myself what skill do i want to learn and practice getting really good at in theory, there is no difference between theory and practice, while in practice there is. Chapter 1. Can you get an MIT education without going to MIT? Ah, this is this guy. His friend's advice always have a challenge. Chapter 2. Why ultra-learning matters. Ultra-learning is a strategy for acquiring skills that is both self-directed and intense. Ultra-learning is a powerful tool and a small investment. Rapidly learning hard skills can have a great impact that years of mediocre striving on the job. Your deepest moments of happiness don't come from easy things. They come from realizing your potential and overcoming your own limits or limiting beliefs about yourself. Medium skill technical work is being outsourced overseas or replaced with technology. Only high skilled jobs and lower skilled jobs are remaining due to developing technology. You need to move to the higher skilled category where learning is constant or you'll be pushed into the lower skilled category. Yeah, quite. And I don't know, like, I've been talking to my grandpa who's uh, a lawyer. And, um, you know, back in the days as a lawyer, you really you really did pretty well, you know, financially and, and whatnot. And, you know, I've, I've been talking to him and I've realized that being a lawyer indeed is about always learning new things because there's always going to be new paragraphs. There's always going to be new um, new variations of existing paragraphs and new changes in paragraphs and whatnot. So there's, there's quite always going to be something new. And then I've realized, like, uh, that, that's pretty interesting, you know. it's I, I actually didn't know that I, well... I didn't think about it and all that, you know, lawyers, you know, of course, lawyers don't have to know every single fucking law. This just wouldn't make any sense. But of course, they are, they are going to know some laws. But uh, I mean, they have to be aware of the fact that they are changing and what changes there are and so on and so on and so on. Reader's note, this reminds me a lot of the argument for learning things quickly and effectively as referenced in a book, Deep Work by Carl Newport. The best ultra learners are those who plant the practical reasons for learning a skill with an inspiration that comes with something that excites them. Learning and growth also builds your confidence and brightens your perspective of what is possible. At this point of time, I should be learning or I have to learn for my... I don't actually know what it's called in English, but I'm always referring to it as medic. You know, um, being able to help people when you are... Uh, you know, working for the ambulance, if it's the ambulance, I guess. And, um, you know, there is a test and there is some, some shit and there's a bunch of things that I need to know. Like, okay, you know, 
this is how much oxygen you get when you have this and that and whatnot. So, and also like, okay, if you're just having these symptoms and, and, you know, that and these and those and whatnot, then it could be this illness or it could be this thing or it could be whatever. So uh, this is what I have to learn. And the thing is, if I'm able to do so, then I'm, then I'm going to be completely feeling better about myself doing this job because I know shit and because I know, okay, I need to do this, I need to do that, this is important and that is important. So um, thinking about it made me realize that, fuck man, I I don't know, like it is good when I know this shit. <laughs> the other thing is just the whole, um, um, the whole... Uh, driving license thing that I kind of fucked up a bit and but after I've just went through this test I'm also gonna try to learn as as well as I can for the fucking driving license I'm actually pretty pumped for that because something that's bothering me and I don't like things that are bothering me and and I don't know like I've been often complaining about not having enough to do but but I actually have enough to do I just don't want to do these things Anyway, you know, let's just go ahead. And today, by the way, is a very strange day. Um, well, yeah, anyway, I'm just, yeah. I don't want to get into bad things or negative things. Chapter 3, how to become an ultra learner. I, I by the way, think that I've already went through this, but <laughs> uh, somewhere else. But I don't know. What makes ultra learning interesting is also what makes it hard to boil down into step-by-step formulas. Principles of becoming an ultra learner. Meta-learning, first draw a map. Focus, sharpen your knife, cultivate the ability to concentrate. Directness, go straight ahead, learn by doing the thing you want to become good at. Drill, attack your weakest point, be ruthless in improving your weakest points. Retrieval, test to learn. Yes, I always test myself and I'm always making tests basically for myself. Like literally. Feedback, don't dodge the bunches. Retention, don't fill a leaky bucket, understand what you forget and why. Intuition, dig deep before building up, develop through develop through play and exploration of concept and skills, understand how understanding works. And experimentation, explore outside your comfort zone. Chapter 4, Principle 1, Meta-Learning First, Draw a Map. Meta-learning means learning about learning, such as how knowledge is structured and acquired within the subject. People who speak other languages can pick up new languages more quickly. Um, so I'm actually very fortunate, you know, that my English is quite well since I'm using it every single motherfucking day. It would kind of actually be a, you know, it, it would be a surprising thing if I wasn't able to speak English relatively well. Just because I'm fucking using it every single day when it is written, listening to it, and not just talking it myself. Like, you know, anyway. Any, any, anyway. Uh, break down meta-learning you do what break down meta-learning you do for a specific project into three questions why what and how do your research first determine if learning a topic is likely to have the effect you want it's to before you get started i mean i have to learn it and i want to be good at it and i don't want to suck just because this is who i am just don't want to suck and i actually get two additional days off if i do it very well so, um, I don't know, like, I'm actually pretty pumped, and I hope that I'm not gonna lose this pump, but, but yeah, anyway, at least I'm having some sort of a goal for today, and the next weekend, and the next week, basically. 
The two ways to answer how you learn something. Benchmarking, finding the common ways people learn a subject to design a default strategy as a starting point. Emphasize exclude method, finding the areas most relevant to your learning goals and excluding those that aren't from your curriculum. And, and yeah, this is very important, like really focusing on those things that really make up the biggest part of things and um, really being like, well, you know, just I'm, I'm not going to be that. I mean, I think the thing is that like, I don't know, 20% of the words in languages make up for 80% of the conversation, something like that. You know, there is, there is some sort of a numbers game there. Um, I just don't know it now. Um, and and yeah, so maybe I should also be using this for working out. Like, okay, I'm going to uh, do this. I'm going to do that. And then that's it for me, you know, doing 20% of the work or being just uh, focusing on 20% of the, the facts, which leads to 80% of the results. I mean, it just makes sense. And it makes sense also from a recovery standpoint of view. Anyway, rule of thumb, invest about 10% of your total expected learning time and research before you get started. Well, this is something that I'm not going to quite do. The true benefits of meta learning are long term. Chapter five, principle two, focus and sharpen your knife. In the realm of great intellectual accomplishments, an ability to focus quickly and deeply is nearly ubiquitous. The struggles with focus that people have generally come in three broad variations. Starting, sustaining and optimizing the quality. Ultra learners are relentless in coming up with solutions to handle these three problems, which form the basis of an ability to focus well and learn deeply. Problem one, failing to start focusing, aka procrastinating. Make a mental note when you're procrastinating, either recognizing a feeling some desire to not do a task or stronger urge to do something else. Building this awareness is the first step. Sometimes the worry about the unpleasantness of a task only lasts a few minutes before going away. The ambulance or something. One crutch is to get yourself to continue for only five minutes. What? One crutch is to get yourself to continue for only five minutes. Yes, indeed, actually. After a while, you can utilize the Pomodoro technique to further improve productivity. Uh, one Pomodoro, which um, actually means tomato in Italian. I think Pomodoro or Pomodoro. Well, I actually don't remember. Anyway, 25 minutes work sessions followed by a three to five minute break. After four Pomodoros, take a 15 to 30 minute break. Which I think is, and I've never actually used this strategy like um, explicitly. You know, I've I don't know, I've been learning quite a lot in my life, and I've been able to just learn pretty well in my life. But it it generally takes quite a lot of time for me, so I could be more efficient in that sense. Problem two: failing to sustain focus, aka getting distracted. Flow is a state of mind where you are in the zone and stop being distracted by interrupting thoughts. Your mind becomes completely absorbed in a task at hand. While flow may be possible in ultra learning, we we environment of deliberate practice is not conductive because the difficulty makes flow very difficult. Additionally, the self-consciousness that is absent in flow may need to be present in ultra learning and deliberate practices as you need to constantly adjust your approach. Yes. His advice, don't worry about flow. <laughs> Some research says breaking up starting into chunks of different subjects may help with focus. 
Yes, I do think so. For more concentrated schedules, you can use several minute breaks every hour and split up the different areas in your subject. Yes. Ultimately, however, you need to find what works best for you. Three sources that causes focus to break down your environment, your environment, be aware, test your environment and experiment, your task, consider the different tools for learning, consider slightly diff- slight modifications in learning that increase difficulty to make it cognitively harder to zone out. And the third, your mind's negative emotions, relentless daydreaming and whatnot. A clear, calm mind is always best for focusing on all learning problems. Dealing with problems may need to be dealt with first. For things you cannot control, acknowledge and be aware of your negative feelings, then let it pass. And problem three, which is going to be the last problem for this section there, failing to create the the right kind of focus. This deals with the quality and direction of your attention. How you should apply your attention deals with two variables. The first one is arousal. Your overall feeling of energy and alertness. This is caused by the sympathetic nervous system activation. Mentally, arousal also includes attention. High arousal creates a feeling of keen alertness, which is often characterized by feeling a narrow focus, but one that can also be somewhat brittle. Task complexity. More complex tests, such as math problems or writing an essay, tends to benefit from a more relaxed kind of focus. Yes, the space of focus is often larger and more diffuse. This, is adv- this has advantages when an order is to, solve, is to solve the problem. You must consider many different inputs and also ideas. Some tasks may require this mental quietness. Some particularly creative tasks may benefit from no focus at all and taking a break from the problem to allow for Eureka or Eureka problems, uh, moments. Um, this, however, only occurs when one has focused on a problem for long enough that the breakthrough can occur in a relaxed state. Consider optimizing your arousal levels to sustain the ideal level of focus. Complex tasks may benefit from a lower arousal, so working in a quiet room may work. Simpler tasks might benefit from a noisier environment like working at a coffee shop. But I do think it should be boiled down to just um yeah to just see what is working best for you because of course you know um what's the name fuck don't remember um jk rowling might be working in fucking coffee shops but it might be something that you can't do so so yeah uh But anyway, I think I'm going to end the episode there. So, um, so yeah, I wish you the best health of happiness and all success and also hope that you're going to remind yourself and you're going to be remembered, which basically means your legacy and basically means just being a nice person and then being remembered as a nice person, which is a pretty fucking cool thing. Three other questions that I have for you are why are you here? What are you trying to change and what is bothering you the most? These three questions are hopefully going to show you your purpose and maybe even a business idea, which is a fucking cool thing as well. Three other questions that I have for you are why are you here? What are you trying to change and what is bothering you the no? Yes, what is bothering you the most? Because you know these three questions could show you your purpose and maybe even a business idea, which is amazing. I don't know if I've said it twice now, but anyway. Um the last thing that I wanna give to you and that I wanna know is what could you basically say to another person that is indeed gonna change their life? Because I totally believe from the bottom of my heart that we all can say something. Um, So yeah, why don't we? But yeah, with that being said, 
I'm hopefully going to see you the next time. Please take care of yourself and your family members and all your loved ones. And bye-bye.